did, what did we want to talk about? We were talking about um, the whole consent situation mm. and oh, and everybody getting baited out in the music industry. Mm, yeah. Do you know what that's? That is, I mean, actually, yeah. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Like, these things, obviously, from a woman's perspective, I feel like, they are it's it's obviously good for women to come out and speak out and also encourage other women to to come out and speak out mm-hmm. um so I see it from kind of like that perspective but also know that people see it as like a bandwagon type of thing and mm-hmm. it always baffles me why people think that this is like women's claim to fame type of thing like I know there are women that have um publicly made statements about being sexually assaulted or whatever and it has turned out to be a lie on their behalf mm. but mm. they're very rare and they are not the cases that we're speaking about because there's evidence um and there's people that can back up stories and all of that stuff so I think um I think it's good that women are coming out more women need to come out um but I also know how the system works and just like the lack of um what's the word? Just just the cases, you know, more or less always ending up not in the woman's favour, not the way in which the woman would have wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. Um which is obviously, you know, if you want justice and you don't get it, it's kind of like quite disappointing but yeah I think as well and in that industry like there's always there's just generations of dodgy stuff in the entertainment industry period and in the music industry like and someone that's not in the music industry we see like it being represented even though it may be exaggerated but represented in like movies and programs where mm. there's always like this you know um there's a man and then there's his women artists and do you know what I'm do you know what I'm trying to get at? Like there's always yeah. um idea. And even women that have spoken out about like similar situations before, just about like even as um as simple as like women artists like saying that they didn't have to fuck this man and this man to get to the top or there's just always been that complex. Yeah. It's good that people are starting to expose the music industry because I think there's a lot of great areas and like dark bits about it that we probably don't know so yeah so the music industry it like you said it's always been it's always been a a dodgy sort of gray area because a lot of things have gotten away for a very long time because it's all kept very low there's this expectancy there's there's an expectancy for women to uh they say um it's a small society all we ask is trust trust and you keep your mouth quiet and i think that's why a lot of um predators Mm. take advantage of that situation right so you're supposed to go to certain events and you're not gonna you're not supposed to be talking about that event to people who weren't there point man period right but mind them that know that are predators that like that that are general predators anyways they, they use that kind of situation for their advantage to prey on girls that think that their thing might be vulnerable case in point let's say or invite uh, this person who's who like you know when we were doing a live that girl you told me about that's a really mm-hmm. good singer imagine 
some predator guy inviting her to a studio and she's excited because he's kind of a little bit known she's excited she goes does like does music or whatever and then my man tries to move to her and if she's asking like bro what are you doing and my man could easily turn around to her like what did you, did you think i invited you just for songs mm-hmm. because yeah. they think it's okay for them to even say that yeah because as a woman in industry you are not just perceived as an artist you're perceived as an artist and the pussy mm-hmm. yeah you're not and it's about trying to see women as just women artists period and not women artists that i would like to fuck yeah they're not respected as artists. There's no boundaries. And I feel like we shouldn't have be having the Nikki's rapping bars about I ain't fucked this and I ain't fucked that because you know what? It's none of anybody's business, first of all. Yeah, and even if you did what? You know? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we shouldn't be having to justify anything to anybody, but that's how the industry runs, right? It's very much so. It's a, it's very it's very male dominated. So the rules of the game and the rules of what's acceptable and what's not acceptable is decided by the men in the industry. So that's why I get really, I get I'm a little bit annoyed and quite dismissive of when I hear men saying it's not my boys, especially I'm talking about in regards to men in the industry. I'm like, it is. Mm-hmm. it is these men that are your friends yeah. because I've seen them in parties mm-hmm. and they've acted a damn fool you may not have seen it but I have yeah that's where the issue is right it's just acknowledging that people might like let, don't get it twisted you know I know this is going to sound so fucked up here because I really don't believe in it and I also don't I also don't believe in it but I also believe in it right you can also be a misogynist misogynistic pig yeah and also be a good person to your friends. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I, mean, like, I, that, I feel like when you're talking to men, they, they like they sort of just forget that part. Like, oh no, it's not. It's not my boys. It's not my boys. Wait, your boy could be really good to you, and yeah. still rape girls on the low, like, and yeah. still touch up girls inappropriately. Exactly. Just like I'm sure there's plenty of great, you know, racist white people that are very friendly. And very loving and very caring, you know, to other people. But and I think that's where the argument is, right? It's not about it being, it's not a, it's not a black or white situation where you can only be one thing or the other, right? You can be all those things together. They yeah. they can exist in the same space. That's what makes it even more toxic. Yeah, and just and like, I think the people, pe- those kind of men, really use the music industry for that because it's so easy to hide their deeds and to hide their dirty ways. Because when you're going to this party, yeah. people are intoxicated, some people are on drugs, so it's very easy to sort of get away with it. Because a girl could say so and so happened, you'd be like, yeah, but are you sure? Was you taking some drugs? Was you on something? And she could have well be, and then the, her memory is then frazzled of the night because you don't know exactly what happened anymore. Yeah. And as well, like, for example, did you see the thing with Ambush and Ray? No. Um, basically, I'll explain it in, like, a quick way. Um, long story short, Ray met Ambush. I think she's met him in person twice. She's an artist. You know Ray Black? UK artist. Oh, okay. I think someone mentioned to me that she's asking for an apology on Twitter or something. Um, she wasn't asking for an apology. She was asking him what that person talk about she was asking for a reply or something oh, okay so what like, happened what, what happened anyways basically she's met him in person twice and this incident happened the second time that they met mm. um they hadn't had like any prior romantic conversations any flirtatious 
conversations, nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it was at the, I think it was at the Black Excellence Brunch. That's what it sounded like, um, where she described the event. But yeah, it was at an event and he came up to her. Um, I guess they greeted each other, whatever. He must have complimented her and then he touched her breast. What the fuck? Um, she said that he, like, not, I don't want to misquote it, but I'm sure she said that he, um, grabbed them, like, and shook them. You know, like, can you just imagine just a guy coming up to you and just, like, if you see my face right now, (laughs) bum, if you see my face. (laughs) So yeah, so she, um, obviously that happened. I can't remember everything that she said. I'll send you the information after, but, she even had a moment of doubt, like she in a, she was like, "Did that just happen?" So she went over to him after they like dispersed, and she asked him if he just touched her breast, just to confirm, because like you said, like women even we even even like as something has like literally physically happened to us, there's always that doubt that's been like that's how gaslighted we are. We literally yeah. question ourselves so that we just experienced and, what we've just experienced. Exactly. So she went over to him and asked him um if he did and he confirmed it anyways I can't remember the whole like the exact conversation but yeah so she was like we're gonna speak about this after the event because again like a black woman basically saving a black man she didn't want to make a scene she was like cool she'll speak to him after the event like um at a separate time so she messaged him on Instagram and basically was speaking to him and he was kind of like nonchalant about it at first, he was like, oh, my, he was like, oh, my bad. He sent, like, the, the monkey face cover emoji. That's not yeah. cute, bro. <laughs> You're not cute. Like, stop it. Then, like, it's not oh, cute. my God. And then he proceeded to, she was like, oh, what did she say in the voice notes? But anyways, he, he said that, and then I think she was, like, kind of confused by him saying, like, my bad. She ex- kind of explained, like, do you know what you've done? And he was like, all right, I'm sorry. Um, and then she accepted the apology. And then he was like, oh, but, yeah, but it's like you're trying to draw me out. Like, obviously, you know, I didn't mean it like that. Like, I'm some rapey guy or something. Like, come on. Bro, that like, is rapey behavior. Don't to- touch me. <laughs> Why are you trying to draw me out? Then she was like, hold on, draw you out. And then it kind of, they went back and forth a little bit. Um, and then it kind of got left there. So he apologised. She's like, do you know what? I'm not going to go back and forth. I accept your apology. Bing, bang, boom. So then, obviously, based on the conversation um, that they had, if I was her, I would be... Um, I would be very confused as to what... we Like, the type of conversation we just had, because clearly he didn't understand. No, no, he didn't yeah. know what he did was wrong. He thought he he's trying to brush it up as some kind of yeah, bad thing. First of all, me and you met you met each other twice, so I don't know why you think it's acceptable to put your hands on me. Period. And that was the second time. So at that point, they'd only met each other once. Exactly. Also, why are you putting your hands on me? His defense was like the fact that he ever had a defense. His defense was like, oh, like um, he. I don't know if he explained it in the voice note, but I'm sure he said like he's just a flirty guy and blah 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 blah. But you anyway, put your hands on my tits unwarranted. I know, right? But anyways, yeah, and that's why he got a bit triggered because in the voice note, I think she mentioned that, you know, that we classed as sexual assault and if it was anyone else, it could have gone, they could have gone public with it, it could have gone left. Mm. Anyways, moving on, she has re-spoke about it. Um, I can't remember why, but I'm assuming it's to do with, like... With everything else that's happening right now. 
yeah, and just women feeling empowered to speak. And obviously, um, the the conversation they have it it wasn't very a progressive conversation. So she came. Really, he was in denial. Yeah, and then she was like, I can't remember the amount of time. I guess she said he has seventy two hours to respond. Um, and then she was like, fuck it, time's up basically. And then I think she released everything. Man uh, didn't even reply back when she said that. <laughs> no. And then he made a video or he made a voice notes which he released um a couple of days ago, basically on a completely different tone. He basically said like he had some time to reflect, he spoke to some of his people, blah blah blah. Um and that, you know, he understands what he done was not appropriate. Um basically he did say the right things and I respect what he said but obviously it's not my place to say whether it's acceptable or not because it yeah didn't, because it didn't happen to me it happened yeah. to her but from like a man's perspective and from like you know being objective um I can see that he has really reflected on it and understand that that is not okay and that that is that is sexual assault you know mm. um and he understands why she's saying, like, coming out and speaking about it now. So he he didn't come at her and say, like, why are you, only, why are you bringing this up now? Like, we already sorted it, blah, blah, blah. So he didn't invalidate her feelings. But, you know, he can't he can't say that because then that makes him look even worse. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, it was well said, well spoken. Mm. Uh, obviously, I don't I can't get into, like, the um, sincerity or whatever because I don't know him. But from, yeah. like, to see a man actually come out and say that and take accountability like it doesn't happen all the time so mm-hmm. kudos to him for doing that um but yeah that that was one of the things that have happened and then there's the, the banjo one which is a completely that's just different direction i haven't seen any accountability what happened with the banjo? he didn't hear oh my god Ray, where have you been babe i've been on twitter I've been angry on Twitter for like a week or it's two. It's Instagram as well. This his one is even. She's um, she's she pressing charges or her one is just her one is very serious. Um, I think he actually raped her. Ooh, Jesus! Yeah, and I think other women have came out, but let me not. I have to go on the shade bar. Hold on. Oh, see, I'm I don't follow the shade bar. I do follow. Oh, this is not. Um, but yeah, stuff about him has come out. Um, but she had a whole story, and to put a twist on it, did you see about the woman that has been like grooming younger women in the again in the music industry and sexually assaulting them and um, raping them? I didn't even see it, but I, it, 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 can you see? It? It's just all one industry. The industry is so filthy and so mur- murky. Those people were able to maneuver themselves in that industry for such a long time that yeah. if it wasn't for this and people raising awareness, none of this would be getting exposed. Um, P- Puddy, I don't know who Puddy is, but he um claims were made against him. Tim Westwood, but we all knew he was a creep. Oh my, that's what I'm saying. Like when I saw the Team Westwood thing, and I was like, Team Westwood makes my skin crawl. Like I met that man in person once, and I, he made my skin crawl. And then I I watched the video. I don't know if it was uh, when he interviewed Nikki or when he interviewed uh, Steph or not. It was somebody. It was a female rapper, and the way he was behaving, I was like, this is very uncomfortable. Like it's making me feel uncomfortable, and I'm not even in the room. Mm-hmm. I think I know what you're talking about, to be honest. 
but I can't remember who it was. He interviewed a female rapper, and I just remember how the energy was just uncomfortable. It was like he was trying to be playful, but it wasn't playful. It was very sexual assaulty ish. Oh, you're looking sexy, baby. Like yeah, like them kind of weird compliments, and it's just like, bro, you're never gonna talk to a, to a man that walks in the but room even like that. Like obviously, looking back now, even the young men that used to work with him, I just think that it is is he was really pimping out a lot of people. Yeah. A lot, but that's a whole another topic. But yeah, stuff against him and this um, influencer Amzi accused of sexual assault and manipulation. Um, she's a woman, um, but a lot of the people in the comments are not really buying her statement. Um, they're kind of like. Yeah, we know you did it type of vibe, but I haven't looked into that one too tough. But yeah, there's a whole heap of stuff coming out. Like everyone's in the crossfire. And also something else is off topic though, but um did you see the Dizzy interview with the white guy? I haven't watched it. I was supposed to watch it last night. I didn't get to because I fell asleep. Obviously, I saw the white guy when he was starting to get viral for his freestyle. And then I saw the next situation about his, his old tweets, his old rage tweets. Yeah. And then I saw just pictures of ZZ doing an interview with him. And then I saw people going in at ZZ and cussing her for doing an interview with the guy. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Make it make sense, please. Because <laughs> why are they pissed off at her for doing an interview with him? Please, can I? This is the thing, yeah. And do you know who is defending this guy? Of who? course, it's a black woman. Of course. Saying oh, was too harsh and like she didn't have to come at him like that. It was an interrogation. I'm thinking, you're not missing the point. All she did was hold him accountable. She, just because you not felt uncomfortable, the fact that she was even repeating the things that he said to him for him to take ownership because he was uncomfortable with what he said, hearing it back from someone else, someone that yeah, was he about any, do you know what I mean? He was made to feel uncomfortable. Like, and that's what people didn't like. So now people are coming to defend him. I'm thinking, bro, like, are you guys joking? She didn't do anything wrong. She wasn't even that harsh. She just literally asked him questions and was holding him. Do you know what? Do you know what it is with Zizi? She can't win, bro. She can't win. I know. For her own sake. Everybody, they ju- they want her to not do good. This is why they always complain. Because, like, yeah. I just don't understand how white women, and this is that complex thing, right? People are complex. I don't know if the, if the English word is complex. I think I'm thinking about it in my head in French. But um, in French, you say, oh, il est complexé. Like, you're, you have a complex because why are you trying to come to, this, to, the, to, to save a white man who was clearly had derogative mindset towards black and brown women? Like, wh- why are you even yeah. coming? Like, let him, let, like, you know, I say, let him go to the cross. Like, let him go to the cross and let him talk his shit. Shut the fuck up and let him talk. Let him be accountable. This is what you, yeah, this is what you did. What have you got to say about it now? Because people change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's not dispute that. They do change. How he felt uncomfortable for 30 minutes, 40 minutes of an interview. Black and brown women all the time in loads of places. Get the fuck out of here. That's what I'm saying. And he obviously knew what Zizi was going to be like. We all know. I don't even need to speak to Zizi's team to not have an idea of her interview style. So I just didn't. And that's, and you know what? Same topic. 
another um instead of it being you know did you see the whole um, situation with misha b and talisa yeah, I watched I watched Misha B's um Misha B's um video that she posted on IGTV, and I remember back then oh. when I watched it, and Talisa was talking that crap, and I'm like, wait a minute. When I watched the show, and I was like, what is she talking about? This like, the way she was coming at her was already like, it was like street, but it was street rage, but she was trying to do it low key on TV. Mm. But she wasn't being direct with it, like. So the, that's why I was like, bruv, I believe Misha B because I can tell by her face how she was when she, how she was responding to when they, they were making those comments about her. I could just yeah. already tell it was, it was just all a facade. It was all a fucking lie. So bearing that in mind, basically, yeah, Misha, you've seen Misha's IGTV. And then mm-hmm. Tanisha responded. Um, oh, my God. This is a typical response, really. Um, but then this black guy, this X, X Factor guy, which I've... Um, never even seen on the program he now comes to Talisa's defense and has made these public videos basically defending Talisa and I'm thinking huh what did Talisa say this is this is that white savior bullshit bruv stop trying to sl- save your slave ma- your save ma- your slave master burn the house down nobody's got time he was basically like because everyone's now slewing her he's basically come to her defense I didn't even watch the whole video of what he said i'm sorry i'm not wasting my time watching that bullshit i watched like the first few seconds of it i know you should watch everything but i've gotten a gist of what he's saying and what he's doing the fact that he's even i'm just thinking are people mad like this is the least of talisa's what did what did what did talisa say because i remember at that time because that's when i used to watch tv i remember gary barlow specifically talking about it and saying that like producers were feeding gossip to the judges to bring to the live shows mm. and apparently they went to him about gossip that's and have you not seen on the show gary barlow specifically said when that when they were going in on her he didn't even want to entertain that shit he said i'm not entertaining what happens backstage yeah i remember that and on the newspaper they were talking about it and he's like he's not happy with this because that's what producers are doing so that whole thing was a whole setup they went to the judges that were willing to go at her on live television at the end of the day Talisa using black culture to make herself big and being on that fucking show to attack a black woman was of some bullshit and somebody needed to call her out on it period mm-hmm. yeah of course but I'm just like hold on I'm trying to find the Talisa video um let me see but yeah she's just kind of um basically oh here try to gaslight her and say it's not because you're black it's because you was mean to people this is her caption i have witnessed black people being torn down in the industry especially black women it's a very real serious issue but my issue at the time was a response to actions and was in no way shape or form about race i've never and will never partake in any oppressive racist or racist agenda okay that 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 just that alone just tells me you don't know what the fuck you're talking about because you don't have to actively be intending to do something and 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 to participate in racism it isn't something that you i pick up today to do this right it's something that especially when you have white privilege it's something that you naturally do yeah she was an easy target let's be honest misha was an easy target Mm mm-hmm 
Yeah. She was, I think at the time she was the only black young girl on the show. Oh yeah, she said she just yeah, basically Talisa was saying um her she said her dad was born in Congo. Her dad is a white man. He was just born in Congo. Um she was like Okay, do you want a fucking medal? So <laughs> she said her dad I'm just I'm just Congo. confused. I know fifty people that are born in Congo. And what do you want? Like I hate oh my god, I've got black friends. Yeah. I have to be racist. I oh my god. I was born in South Africa. I can't be racist. Yeah, like that was basically stop the story. Like I can't be racist. Like my dad was born in Congo. Like, my dad is a white man. Why was my dad born in Congo? What was he doing there? Thank you. Case and blood clot point. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that was basically her thing. I have black friends. I can't be racist. Um, and then me. It's funny that similar things happen to also Alexander Burke. So yeah. there's a fucking pattern. And they just can't see it. And it's just like, how fucking blind? What are you doing? Like, what are you lot doing? But then anyways, Misha B responded. Did she? Um, where is it? Let me read out the tweet. Because it was a tweet. Um, and then that's when the superhero decided to come and save Talisa. Because... Why did they delete it? Oh, they didn't. Um, so, Talisa put out a statement. I'm not reading all of that, bro. That's long. Sorry. She should have said that in her little video. Um, so, where's the, the Misha B? Oh, I hear, I heard you the first time, loud and clear. You can stop shouting out, Karen. You and I have zero things in common. Two different One second. No, I'm not finished. Give me a couple of more minutes. I'm coming. Okay, cool. Perfect. Sorry, go on. Uh, yeah, I'll start from the beginning. So this is me for speech. Because I heard you the first time, loud and clear. You can stop shouting now, Karen. You and I have zero things in common. <laughs> Did she call her Karen? Oh, my chest! Oh, my chest! You and I have zero things in common. Two different kinds of women. My upbringing and yours are totally different. Also, the coons and the Uncle Toms you have recruited for damage control cannot save you. Um, and then enters the Uncle Tom. Um, former X Factor contestant Derry Mensah had more to say on the situation between Talisa and Misha B. After receiving backlash from the black community, he says that he's read out he's reached out to Misha but was ignored. Um good. I would ignore you as well, bro. What the fuck? Um Get out of here, bro. His first video was yeah, his first video was a few days ago, former X Factor contestant Derry Mensah, who was also on the same season as Misha B, shared his version of events. Who asked him for his version? Anyway, stating Misha B's treatment was not racially motivated. He also came to Talisa's defense, mentioning she isn't a racist. Talisa has responded to his video, showing her appreciation to Derry speaking out. Sorry, what? Is he? <laughs> Who asked you? Who? And not even that, yeah. Because since you're God and you can read people's minds, you know whether the, the situation was racially intended or not. You yeah. don't fucking know. Shut up. Shut up your mouth and just mind your business, sir. I beg. I even heard a little bit in the video um, about the fact that, because clearly he's not someone that under, he just clearly just doesn't understand, like, his, his place in the world as a black man, as a black person. 
Because you wouldn't... Those, those people that. cannot be saved, babe. I don't even waste breath on that. Like, the, the audacity. Who has told you to come? It's like, like... As a black man trying to mute a black woman for her experience, it's disgusting. And that we need to nip that shit in the bud and he needs to get muted. Nobody wants to hear from you, sir. Derry, Derry, Derek, whatever your name is. Like, in, in like, the, the visual, physical form, it would be, like... A, a house slave standing in front of his slave master because the field slave is trying to attack him like that's the type of vibe like what are you doing honestly i don't even have yeah because i was thinking why don't he just go and speak to misha if you really care and find out how she's feeling or why she feels that she feels and don't try to come and out and validate how she's feeling because you felt like it wasn't racist because that's what it was it was a feeling that you had she was the like, only black young woman on the show at the time he's buzzing he's actually who woke him up and decided what like how can you just do that how can you just hold on and... alexander beck was before her in it yeah i think so yeah i think you just not come and now decide to enter your opinion into i just can't i just can't stand men yeah. like that it's just like comfortable. like no one's even <laughs> taking him seriously because it's just comical. Like, his friends need to check him as well. If he was my friend, I would tell him to get off the internet and delete all your videos because you're just stupid. I don't know what you're trying to do. You're trying to be a superhero. There's black people that are dying in other countries and you want to come save Talisa. Like, do me a favour. And out of this situation, who do you think is going to, you know, not come out on top, but who do you think is going to be in a better situation? Talisa. That's like, you know, she's got to be fine. She's going to be fine. Hello? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, there's still that narrative of, and he's just perpetuating the narrative of black women being, like, moany, angry, complaining. Exaggerating. Unhappy, unsatisfied. Yeah. And there's people that still believe that. That's all we are. So they're still going to believe that, and then they're still going to believe what they believe about Talisa. Innocent victim being attacked so he just no that was not a smart move at all this is chestnut checkers like come on so yeah will be fine it's very it's very interesting i think i'm gonna watch the alexander burke video today and just hear what she said because i've seen the little little snippets of it and it sounds very similar to misha b's situation her one yeah but her one is like on a different level like what yeah it. yeah yeah, I think I, I think I, I think they they tried to men like obviously B should be they ended up mentally breaking her because she tried to run away. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. In the story she was talking about, she like she just packed her shit in the middle of the night and started running out, and the security guard and some people tried to get her to get back into the house. Mm. But the Alexander Burke one talk about like she needs to lighten her skin, bro. Oh, yeah. Like. People don't understand, yeah. And this is why I'm always going to be, always going to be, like, standing up for, like, my darker, melanated woman. Because, like, I may not be as dark. That's why I don't even feel comfortable, yeah. You know, like, that, oh, melanin popping, like, melanin. I even put that shit in my, in my Insta because I need the melanated girls to get their credit. I even want it. I want the melanated, dark, melanated woman to get their credit. So it's just yeah. so bad. People don't realize how bad it is. Mm-hmm. for darker darker skinned black woman so yeah. i'm not having it and I, I bet you that dairy Derek man is also a very dark black man mm-hmm. like how fucking dare you it's disgusting yeah 
And this is what I was talking about in regards to uh, to respect from black men, many of which have gone got have gotten away with male privilege. Mm-hmm. Although being black and experiencing racism because they have male privilege, they somehow try to downplay the plights that dark skinned black women have. Mm-hmm. Because there's there's this uh, there's this scientific or there's this allure of dark skinned black men um, to white women and other race that is, is somehow it, it evades the whole being dangerous, but it also is the illusion of them being dangerous and being good men and being great at sex and stuff like that and all these other shits. Yeah, you can get away with that mask, but you don't. Um. Yeah, continue. I'm agree with you. Yeah, like they can get away with that and use that for themselves. But when a black woman wants to talk about her experience and how things have gone down for her, somehow it's not relevant because it doesn't reflect you. Black women are part of the fight. We are the runners of this fight. Without us, there wouldn't be any fight. Let's be very very fucking clear. Exactly. And that's something else as well, because my... And today, like, I was thinking about it, even to do my business. I don't know if you saw my post, but, like... Yeah, about the black man kills you. Babe, same here. It's black men that want to argue down my low, low price. Exactly. And I just think, like, where... But because I'm, like, because of how I am now, it's kind of like, well, I don't want to speak about these things and, like, make black men look bad. That was my initial thought. But then I'm like... because I don't want to do it. Like, you know, it's like, it's like... Because of how the um how things is right now, the sentiment is right now. I'm not trying to have black people look in any way, shape, or form to the public. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like trying to keep my mouth shut, but it's like, bro, I'm not a dickhead, you know. Like, yeah. Don't try to take the piss. Exactly. And at the same time, it's like, well, what am I? What am I speaking about then? I'm not. I, my fight is not with the white man. I don't want to speak about him and what he needs to do. And no, like, and it's like I'm not making you look bad. You're what you're doing is making you look bad, you know, and we shouldn't have to be silent again, trying to protect them when we mm-hmm. are protected ourselves. And they need to be accountable. And they would that, like, honestly, it's so annoying. They are the ones that give me the most grief in my business. Even, um, this happened last week when, I don't want to go into it, but people, well, specifically black men that don't, they really need to start just respecting <laughs> black women in general. Like, I was so, you know, I was so annoyed because the audacity, yeah, you'll be saying something all week, yeah. Say, this was my situation. I've been saying all week, orders by nine, orders by nine, orders by nine, orders by nine on Thursday, yeah? Mm. Every single post. So now Thursday, Thursday has come. Nine o'clock has come. 9.24 has come. This person wants to message me at 9.24 saying, oh, is it too late? It's only... Uh. I said, it's too late. It's 9.24. You're taking a piss. Then he was like, oh, it's only 24 minutes. What? I know that. The point is, I said 9 o'clock. So why couldn't you come and be 25 minutes earlier? Like, and then it's like, you're trying to be passive aggressive as if it's my fault. And now you want to fight me because of what I my fucking business rules, which are clear as day, that you know as well, because you bought food of me before. And it's just like the lack of respect. Like, I can't constantly bend my rules and, you know, design my, redesign my business model every time around you because of your lifestyle. That's not how it works, because you don't go to these other shops. 
and ask them to bend their things. So it's just that's what really irritates me about being a small business owner, honestly. Yeah, it's frustrating because I feel like um, it's not a hobby. For me, for me, it's like when they come to me and talk about how, oh, give me discount, give me discount, and I'm no. just like, bro, you do know that I am selling cheaper than the regular places. And I'm selling better quality and I'm using organic material. So that shit is costing me out of pocket. I don't have to use organic stuff. It's a business, bro. This is not a hobby. This is not what I'm doing for fun. This is not a favor. This is a business. You can't go to H&M and go to the counter and say, oh, can you do this for this? No. It doesn't work. It's when someone's like, oh, I'll get two masks for the price of 15. No, it's 10 pounds. I don't get it. Like... It's just so jarring, and like honestly, I'm over it. Two years, so I mean, you need to set the boundaries because otherwise, people will just try shit until the very end. And it's like you want women that are independent, that have their own money, but yet when it comes to their business, you want to be shortchanging them. And then you're you lot are always flashy, flashy with your money. You got your nice car, you got your this, you got your that, but then you can't run me my full price, which is not even near the amount that you lot spend on designer. Yeah, yeah. Pound masks, and you want to be talking about discount? Like what? No, my little twenty pound food, twenty pound food. And you're like, do me a favor, bro. And this is not. And people are forgetting like these are not mass produced things. I don't produce it yeah. at level. It's me one cooking, me one delivering, me one buying food, doing all of this stuff. And you think you can come and nabi? Like. It's so disgusting. It's actually disgusting. Yeah, that's what they don't understand. It's it's all one person running the thing, you know. I do the designing. I come up with a concept. And then you like it, but then you don't want to pay me the price for the work. Because bear in mind, I'm doing the job of a designer, editing. Then I'm doing the shooting. And then I'm, I'm doing my own website for you to buy the stuff on. And I'm going to drop off the stuff. And then you have a problem with just paying me the fee. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, it's disgusting. Like, what do you think? Your praises? No, I need money. What the hell? Do you understand the society that we live in? And you think you can? No, sorry, that's not how it works. So I've set my foot down. Yeah, none of my friends are getting no favors. No people I know, quote unquote, are getting no favors. You either comply or you have to fly because I'm not doing it anymore. Like, yeah. And even even before I was a business owner, I wouldn't do that to anyone. Like, what is for me when I'm like interacting with other people's business? I don't even do that. I'm like it's just a human decency like and it's just people yeah, people just get too comfortable and you can tell the kind of people that they are because when they get comfortable in their friendships and their relationships this is what they do they try to you know take the piss have the situation Nabi but yeah that that yeah I've learned my lesson and I'm done honestly that's the topic I can speak about all day <laughs> Yeah, it's it's infuriating. I'm I'm trying to like I'm just keeping calm about the whole situation because I'm just like I'm not I'm not I'm not doing this with you. Like it's not up for debate. It's when I tell people, yeah, I'm like they're like, oh, I want so and so, and I'm like, okay, get it from the website, right? And they're like, oh no no, I'll just come and get it from you. And I'm like, okay, and you do know it's this much, right? And they're like, oh, I'll get two for fifteen. Bruh, 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 bruh. <laughs> one, one is ten pounds. So why did you see what you think because you're coming to get it from me you're gonna get it for like cheaper it doesn't work like that it's a business yeah that's what i mean like you need to set your boundaries from the beginning what's so mad is yeah i'm literally selling you organic cotton mask with space to put filter in for 10 pounds bear in mind polyester ones 
reusable polyester ones are selling for like 12 15 quid bruv and you bitches are paying for it even 15 pounds like 30 pounds this whole thing is a bump i'm like are you guys mad bruv and they're not why would you want to be breathing that stuff on your face all day Mm-hmm. and they're not even um they're not even that's not even because of the quality that's just because of the demand yeah we're just exploiting people same with the CMOS thing people are just out here exploiting oh people. my day well you know they say uh, mate have to get rid of the old to make space for the new so exactly <laughs> exactly so i'm excited i'm excited it's about to be it's about to be a good like I'm really I'm actually happy with 2020. I know like everybody's enraged with it. I feel like no, it's been good for me. Isn't it? Like it's <laughs> been good. Obviously, like it's been unfortunate, you know, and a yeah. lot of it's been traumatic in the world, but like me personally, out of this whole situation, I think it's propelled me in positive ways, you know, my little stuff. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I have I have my agendas which benefit me and my people. So that's all I'm really worried about. Intentions. <laughs> <laughs> I 